Welcome to Bleed Blue, the Swasu Athletics podcast, bringing you interviews and insights from around Southwestern Oklahoma State University. Well, uh, you know, it, it's time. There are uh, certain things and certain times in life where uh, you need to look at changes. Uh, you know, one of the greatest things that's ever happened in my life was to be able to leave this wonderful university. Be in attack mode for 90 Touchdown, Bulldog! Around here, we bleed blue. Now here's your host, Haley Tucker. Welcome back, Bulldog Nation. I'm Haley Tucker, your host for the new Swatch Athletics podcast, Bleed Blue. This is episode two, where we have a very special guest today, President Randy Butler. And President Butler, it's great to see you again. I feel like I haven't seen you in ages. I know. It's been quite a while. Haley, hope you're doing well and, and miss you here on campus. Well, I miss it too. And, you know, I'm I'm not missing, you know, what's the, the craziness going on right now. Can you kind of talk about how you guys have had to change your ways due to COVID-19? Oh, everything's pretty much the same. It's no, <laughs> really. Uh, it, it has, as you can imagine, it's been a very, very challenging year, uh, as it has been for all uh, educational institutions. But you know, with the great team that we have here at Southwestern, our faculty and staff, you know, they have really stepped up to the challenge. So as many of our viewers know, and as you know, uh, last March, I mean, we just basically had to turn on a dime and, you know, go from in-person educational experience to completely online. And, you know, our faculty did it, uh, and did a tremendous job and our students uh you know they came up to the task and then of course through the summer we spent a lot of time uh working on things in campus our goal was to come back in person in the fall and so we spent a lot of time uh with the campus uh, putting up plexiglass uh, putting in place safety measures to try to ensure that, you know, you mitigate. You can't, you know, with, with this virus, you, you cannot, you know, eliminate it. The issue is mitigation. And so with a mass mandate, several things like that, I am just extremely proud of our students and our faculty. And, uh, you know, right now our uh, positive uh, test rates are very, very low. And, you know, our students and staff are complying with the mandate. So, you know, we're, we're excited about being able to continue the fall and uh, hopefully you'll know, get to December and, and have our graduation. As many people know, you know, we couldn't have it in May, so we rescheduled it to December and hoping to have that at that time. 
and yeah, that's a that's always the one of the best events at Swasu is graduation. It's it makes you tear come to your eye every single time. But I think that changes maybe a motto here at Southwestern. I, I saw that you announced that you are retiring after a decade at Swasu. Tell me, tell me what's going on there, President Butler. Well, uh, you know, it's it's time. There are uh, certain things and certain times in life where uh, you need to look at changes. Uh, you know, one of the greatest things that's ever happened in my life was to be able to leave this wonderful university. And uh, I'm, I'm so honored to have been able to do that. Uh, started in 2010. By the time I finish out this academic year, it will be nearly 12 years. I think that's the fourth longest of any uh, president. It doesn't seem that long, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, I'm ready for some new challenges in my life. There, of course, uh, we have uh, the cow-calf operation, the ranch we run, out at Elk City. I'm looking forward to spending some more time at that. Uh, doing some writing and research, a few things like that. And, uh, you know, I'm hopeful. Maybe I'm going to stay here in Weatherford. Maybe they might ask me back to teach a few classes. I, as many people know, I teach a history class, a freshman GE history class every fall. And really enjoy that and might be able to do that some more. So, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's a bittersweet time. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, I'm going to miss a lot of things, uh, things like graduation. And, and I'll tell you, and I've said this many times, the other thing I miss will be this time of year. Uh, as I've said many times, there is no better place in the world to be than in a college campus in the fall of the year. You know, you have students coming back, you have the season changing, getting cooler, a college football, although unfortunately, we're not gonna have that uh, at least in the fall this year, but uh, we know we'll have it in the future. And, uh, you know, I, I would tell all of our viewers, alumnus, everyone else, you get a chance, come to come to campus, whether you have a student here or not, and participate in some of these events and support our student athletes and the things that they do. You can't imagine the positive impact that that has on them and in turn has on our campus. And, you know, I was a basketball player there. I loved seeing all the faces in the crowds, but I got to play in the Pioneer Cellular Event Center, not in Rankin. I mean, we we played one game there, but you were there to oversee those changes. You know, you were there when the wellness was built. So can you kind of talk about the upgrades that, that we have here at Swasu and what it's done for our athletics program? Well, you know, I've been fortunate that uh, we've had a lot of projects that we've been able to initiate and complete. And as you mentioned, the Pioneer Cellular Events Center is one of those. Of course, that kind of uh, started coming into being when I started as president in February of 2010. Um, during that time, there was an election, one on campus where the students voted a fee 
to help pay for that, but the great citizens of the city of Weatherford also voted part of a sales tax to that. And then, of course, we sold naming rights, things like that, to be able to build this $24 million, 93,000 square foot facility that has various purposes. Granted, it's it's the home of of Swasu basketball and volleyball and other events, but it's also a place where we hold trade shows, uh, concerts, many different things like that. And in fact, and it's hard to believe that uh, coming up before long, you know, it'll be six years that that facility's been open. And with our business enterprise center, we did a study on the economic impact and the economic impact on Weatherford over that period of time has been over $20 million. So we're pleased with that. One of the other things that uh, I wanted to, to attempt to get done before my retirement was that that penny sales tax came up again for renewal. We were asked, we're very appreciative of the mayor and the city commission allowing us being a part of that, but we were allowed back in for another portion of that. It passed with 57% of the vote, and so we will see about $7 million in the future going towards healthcare infrastructure on this campus to help us continue to turn out the great graduates we have in nursing, in pharmacy, in med lab uh, tech, in radiation tech, in allied health, and all of these very important medical fields that today more than ever are very important to rural Western Oklahoma. And that's what, I mean, people don't understand how SWASU has really gained some of those, uh, you know, some of those majors and some of those, the money that we've been able to bring in. I mean, it's incredible to see. And, you know, some of the memories that I have at SWASU are just incredible. And I'm, I'm curious as to what your memory, your favorite memory, you know, over your 12 years at SWASU, what, what just pops out in your head? Oh, honestly, probably the graduations. Um, you know, and, and I'm sure as I sit and think about it, there would be other things, but all the various graduations, uh, you know, especially seeing students come across the stage that I know, like you, uh, students that, you know, I've taught in class, so forth like that. And, you know, it, it's, it's, it's such a, very joyous time and, uh, uh, you know, it, it, and, and having the parents there and all the regalia and everything else that's involved in it, you know, that's something that's, that's really great. Uh, you know, again, as I mentioned before, the start of school, uh, athletic events, you know, be it football games, basketball games, you know, I, you know, to be honest with you and sitting here talking to you, uh, one of my favorite memories, uh, and again, it's kind of bittersweet also, actually wasn't on campus, but it's the national championship playoffs and those games. 
you know, in Ohio. I mean, that was such fun. And you and your fellow athletes, I mean, just handled yourselves with such professionalism and grace representing Swasu. Uh, that will be a memory I will always cherish. Well, thank you for that. But, you know, we were in Ohio and you, you came up there, I believe, with Thurman. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 With our, came up. And with our athletics director, uh, Thurman, and he, I kind of heard that you guys got to do some cool things over in Ohio that, that we certainly didn't get to do. Can you kind of talk about that? Oh, sure. You know, uh, of course, you all know, love to travel, see historical sites. So the first thing is we get in the car and, and of course, Todd's real good. He loves history also. So, you know, we go see some presidential museums. Uh, you know, we go over and, and see the Pro Football Hall of Fame, things like that. And then great things just in Columbus, you know, seeing uh, Ohio State Stadium. Uh, of course, you know, I remember when Von Schaumann kicked the field goal there. That was way back in the 70s. A great German restaurant we ate at a a couple of times so uh you know it was it was fun to view that area but as always it's a lot better getting back home you know again that basketball game was great but you know what it would have been a lot better in our facility because we had a lot better facility to play in actually not really downing the facility we played in but we had a lot better facility uh, to play in and, and could have hosted the national championship game very easily. Oh, very easily. And, you know, uh, thanks for the invite, first of all, for to the Pro Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm a little, yeah. uh, little mad <laughs> at you for that. Practicing, so. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but um, you also talked about graduation and seeing seeing those students walk across the stage. And we do have a picture of me and you together at graduation. I just want to ask, how mad were you at me? for wearing six-inch heels during my graduation. <laughs> well, not that much, because I'm used to a lot of people towering <laughs> over me and things like that. So, uh, uh, no, no, I would have expected uh, expected that. And I'll tell you what, that's, uh, that's great. I actually... And I've got it up here on my wall, have have a picture of you and I at the national championship tournament taking a picture. And, of course, to get in the picture, you kind of have to bend down a little bit so we can get both of us in in the camera field. But, uh, no, things like that are what make makes this university special. Well, I'm glad you took that one well. I was a little nervous to, to ask that question. <laughs> that was awesome. But yeah, um, and then, you know, you mentioned you're writing a book. So that, I mean, that's incredible. I would love to hear about that. And then also, most people don't know, you talked about ranching, that you are a rancher, that you, that you have that on, you know, you're president of Swasi University first, but you also have one of the hardest jobs in the world. Can you kind of talk about that? Well, uh and it's a great getaway on the weekends and things like that. But I was, I grew up on a ranch. That's a tradition of not just my family, but my extended uh, family. My great grandfather made the run into Oklahoma in 1892. 
and uh, settled near Okarchi, then came out to Elk City in about 1903. Uh, and so, of course, we still do that, still uh, go out, gather uh, cattle on horseback. Uh, uh, you know, I, in fact, just this last weekend was doing the same thing, uh, was on horseback. And you mentioned memories, one of my favorite memories, and I've got a a picture of it here uh, on my wall, but I've got a picture of us gathering one day. And what happened was earlier in the day, we had graduation and I shook about 700 hands. And then that afternoon I'm on horseback uh, gathering cattle for spring roundup. So it's something I love. It, it's something that's really great to do. But uh, you mentioned the book that I was writing because it has a little bit to do with that. Uh, my grandfather and my great uncles, uh, uh, my grandfather just very shortly, but my great uh, uncles were involved in, in the rodeo business. And my cousin and others still are uh, today from the stock contracting side, providing stock for rodeos. They started in 1929. And at one time in the 50s and 60s were considered the largest stock contractors in the United States in professional rodeo. You know, they put on uh, some of the largest rodeos, Napa, Idaho, uh, Denver, Colorado, you know, Cheyenne Frontier Days, Fort Worth, all these large shows. And we're also very instrumental in starting the National Finals Rodeo, which is one of the largest uh, sporting events in, in the country. Um, and so I was tasked by my cousin, who's also a graduate of Swasu, Benny Butler, uh, to write this book about the history of the Butler family in rodeo and its impact on professional rodeo. So I've been working on it for about a year now. It's a little difficult right now because due to the pandemic, uh, some research facilities are a little hard to get into, uh, but uh, I expect hopefully the book will be done about a year from now and then I'll certainly be open uh, to uh, selling the movie rights, figuring out who will play me in the future, but no. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's a great story. I found out a lot of interesting things, and it's just kind of rekindled that passion of historical research in me that, as I mentioned before, when I do retire, I want to do a lot more writing. That's awesome. Well, congratulations, first of all. That's amazing that you know, you have this book coming out and I'll be sure, make sure to send me an autographed copy of it. I'm looking forward to that. But no you talk about rodeo and I'm, I'm sure that rodeo has to be on one of your top favorite sports at Swasu. And, you know, we, we've had a lot of success with that, with this Neskis program. Can you kind of talk about, you know, the success that you've seen over the years here at Swasu? Oh, sure. Of course, as you know, uh, you know we've had tremendous success uh, on and off the field with our athletic programs. You know, first of all, my theory's always been is, is the focus has always got to be on the success of the student athlete. Success on the field, in the arena, on the course, wherever it is, is, is very important. But what's most important 
is the success of our students in life. But back along the lines of success on the field and elsewhere, as many people know, you know, we have had a great history of success. Of course, uh, you being involved in women's basketball, all the national championships that uh, we've been involved in and won and all the conference titles and everything else and all Americans and all that, you know, that's tremendous. But, you know, you specifically mentioned rodeo, same thing there, you know, numerous national championships, uh, individuals that have gone on uh, to do great professionally in pro rodeo winning world titles, uh, several different individuals. Uh, you know, one of the things that, that I'm proud of is, of course, our family, uh, Benny's uh, grandfather and dad uh, helped start the Swasu Rodeo. They provided stock uh, uh, involved with uh, Doc Mitchell and getting uh, that rodeo started and still bring stock uh, in the spring each year, although, of course, we didn't get to have the rodeo this last spring due to the pandemic. You know, people like Sage Kimsey, of course, you know, I've known Sage all of his life since he was a, since he was a kid growing up at Strong City. Uh, but, you know, uh, you know, out there won numerous uh, world titles in bull riding, you know, and not just that, but like all of our student athletes, a great role model for others out there uh, in that sport and many other sports that, you know, people can look up to that we're glad to say, you know, we're glad this person was a part of our program and has gone on to great success. And, of course, it's not just in athletics. It's in academics, too. The same thing there. We have – uh, students that go out and do great things and frankly change the world for the better. Well, we're nearing the end of our podcast here and at every, the end of every podcast, we love to ask this question since our name is Bleed Blue. Why do you bleed blue, President Butler? That's, that's one of the biggest questions we want to know here. Well, first of all, this is a place that when I came here and got my degree, it changed my life, changed my life for the better. Uh, you know, I wouldn't have been able to do the things that I've done, uh, you know, have success in the classroom, teaching school, having served in the Oklahoma State Legislature, having served on the senior staff of an Oklahoma governor, Governor Henry, and then eventually be able to become president of this fine institution. But it's not just that. It goes all the way back my great uncle, Earl Butler, went to school here uh, and graduated in 1913. Uh, my grandmother uh, graduated from here in 1919 and went out and taught in the rural schools. So, you know, it's a great family tradition also. But again, the main thing is, is that this is a place that changed my life and that's what we tell students all the time. I'll leave you with this. This is an anonymous quote that a parent left that I think describes what we do at Swasu. And this parent basically said to us, I've always worked for my living, 
and know little, if any, about college. My son is very bright, and I want only the best for him. Please give him what he needs. That's what we do here at Swasu, and that's what I believe we do very well. Well, it's incredible to hear that a long line of butlers were a part of the Swasu dog generation. And, you know, you surely will be missed after you retire. And I'm so grateful that I got to, to be a part of the, the butler reign here at Swasu. But thank you so much for joining our podcast. And I appreciate you uh, do it, taking the time today. Thank you, Haley. Good luck. Well, thank you. And thanks for joining us on our podcast, Bleed Blue. We will be joined next week by another guest. We aren't sure who yet, but find out next week on Bleed Blue here with Swats Athletics. Thank you for listening to this episode of Bleed Blue, the Swasu Athletics Podcast. To learn more about Bulldog Athletics, visit us on the web at www.swasuathletics.com. And as always, go dogs. Subscribe to Bleed Blue, the Swasu Athletics Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.